Welcome. This is All the Fuck In, a podcast from two entrepreneurs about showing up for social justice in your work. This isn't your typical capitalist-focused entrepreneurial business podcast. There are already plenty of those. We're here because we've been craving voices rooted in activism, justice, and integrity with those values. These are conversations about all things business and entrepreneurship, but from a radical perspective that says we don't have to choose between social justice values and being successful in our work. This won't be a place where we claim to have all the answers. Our intention is to offer guidance and support while also encouraging our listeners to discover and live into more questions. We believe these conversations require ongoing practice and a consistent dedication to unlearning. If you're ready to go all the fuck in on what matters most while creating an abundant life, you're in the right place. And a quick note on our content, we believe self-care is radical and non-negotiable in the work of both justice and entrepreneurship. So some of these conversations include mention of trauma, both from a systemic and often racialized perspective and in relationship to experiences like sexual violence. We hope you do what you need to take care of yourself while listening, even if that means pausing and returning to an episode at another time or skipping it altogether. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We're in season three. This is Tristan speaking. My pronouns are they, them. This is Lauren. I use she, her, and holy shit. Three seasons. I know. I know. And the wildest thing is we have so many recorded already. We're recording this one on June 1st. We had an interview earlier today with Shannon Hoffman, but we have a lot in the can already. So there's good stuff coming, everybody. Yeah, there's good stuff coming and our life is going to be easier. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Tristan's about to have a little, well, I'm calling it going to Bookland, uh, a little writing retreat-ish. Yes. Uh, and yeah, lots of good stuff happening. So, I mean, in general, Tristan, do you want to just share what you've been up to? I think our most recent episode aired March, like end of March. That one? Goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What have I been up to? <laughs> oh boy. Um, I mean, my whole life has changed since March. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, but things are good. I mean, I definitely feel like, and you and I talked about this with our dear friend, Brooke, who let's just give her a shout out within the first five minutes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I went through a period for like a couple months where like my personal life was so consuming that work just like, I was like, I know something new is coming, but I don't know what it is yet. And then I'm, I'm in just that like limbo period. Um, and like, I knew that the book writing was part of it, but I felt like there was something else I hadn't yet. Like something there was coming, something was coming that I was going to stick my teeth into. Um, Mm -hmm. and it just, it just happened last week that I was on a hike with a friend who's also a colleague. Um, and, we were talking about the book project and I, so this has been, been the number one fear for me, which maybe folks will appreciate hearing is that in order to carve out time to write, um, I have to stop saying yes to paid opportunities. Um, and I have to get really firm and clear about my boundaries and ultimately accept making or earning or having less money come in so that I can have the space to actually be in the creative process. And um, although not really, to, yeah, I was going to say not to interrupt you, but if anyone out there works for a publisher and wants to give Tristan an advance and a contract, like yes. let's just put that out there. Okay. Yes. Cool. I would love an advance and a contract. <laughs> Thank you. That'd be lovely. <laughs> 
Anyway, you can interrupt you were me with that anytime, Lauren. <laughs> um, so I've blocked off the time and realized that in blocking off the time, first of all, I needed to block off more. So first I blocked off like most of July and part of August. I was like, that's not going to be enough time to write a book. <laughs> no. Um, so then I just recently blocked off November and December and part of <gasps> January. Yeah. Wow. But then it just like, it kept getting more and more scary. Like, what am I going to do about money? Um, and while I was on this hike with this friend, this was the conversation we were having. And they were like, first of all, block off November, December, and part of January. And second of all, can't you just put a program together, Tristan? There were like people pay you to be there and like you do it and you write like, and you just keep your commitments really contained. Um, and the program that this is, I'm going to give a shout out. This is Tara Anderson. Um, my friend and colleague, they go by embody emerge on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We'll link to them in the show notes and I want to have Tara on the show. So anyways, yeah, yeah Tara was like, put together a program that also informs how you're visioning the book, like so that the space, you know, is alive with questions and conversation that can directly influence what you see is needed in the book, because the book mm -hmm. is going to be very much about gender and transness and I don't know what else yet. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is it a yoga book? Is it not a yoga book? I don't know. Um, anyways. And so on this hike with Tara, they were like, and call it living your practice, equity in action. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I just put that together last week. Um, and by the time this comes out, yeah, got it a will, sales I, yeah, I will, I, it will have launched. Yeah. I, I like, I texted Lauren and was like, I'm going to be spending my time on the weekend in Canva and Squarespace. <laughs> um, and it was really exciting. Like I knew something new was coming. I just didn't see what was right underneath my nose, but like mm -hmm. putting together a six month queer competency trans inclusion program just feels so right. And like a clear continuation of what you and I've talked about over and over again, that like one workshop, one hour training, when three hour training isn't enough. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to go deeper and you know, I put together that six part series, which has been going really well, but like, what's the next step? Six months. Yeah. 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 Well, so, and your, yeah. your marketing mentorship was also a six month format, six -month right? Program. And I'm going to yeah. teach that again in the fall too, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, and that might be the last time, but we'll see. Um, yeah, just yeah. It out. yeah. But I love these six month formats. It's so good. It is. And it's, you know, it's not so much that I don't know. I, I had this conversation with a client yesterday about, in the context of take up space, does three months feel like enough, not enough for the mm. initial coming on in. And she was saying like, for someone, especially someone who's neurodivergent, maybe ADHD type of brain, it's nice to have digestible chunks, but that are still contained yes. to a degree. So you have a little bit of, I mean, urgency is a tool of white supremacy. And sometimes yes. it's helpful to have a little bit of a limit and a boundary around how much time you have to consume some content rather yes. than I mean, how many courses have you signed up for where it's like, you have a year of access to all these recordings and nothing's live. So you have no motivation to show up for it. I've spent so much fucking money on stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this will be really good too, because aside from the fact that it's the right thing to do to keep showing up for that learning, I mean, how many of us, especially those of us who are cis, but from what you've shared, Tristan, also trans folks and non-binary folks and yeah. people of all genders, um, 
you know, you take a workshop, you learn so much, but then you still fuck up the next day. Like in my brain, I will still assign gender and identities to people based on how they look. I will still assume pronouns. Yes. And that's a lifelong unlearning process. So like, especially if you're any kind of space holder, I mean, that's just so important. Yeah. And the other reason I'm really excited about this program is because I want I'm designing it so that we meet every other week. So there's space in between to digest stuff. And there's something else. Oh, and it's not just going to be for yoga teachers. Um, Like, I think I'm not saying like I'm done working with yoga teachers because I'm definitely not. But I I think I'm done putting all my focus in Mm -hmm. the yoga space. And not that I've exclusively put my focus in the yoga space, but I've definitely like concentrated a lot of my focus in the yoga. It's space. been a niche for you for it sure. Has. And yeah. I, I'm really excited to blow that up and work mm-hmm. with other people. And it's already starting to happen. And that's part of the reason why I got really excited about this program. The six session series that I'm currently teaching, there's a yoga teacher and a studio owner who's also a parent of trans of a trans kid in this space. And like, I, there's think I know school- who you're talking about. Yes, you probably do. <laughs> um, and there's also like a school teacher who whose student came out to them recently in the space. Oh. And like, I want to be working with people who are like needing to show up in real time to support trans kids. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it and excited <sighs> to finally start writing the book again. Um, so yeah, things are good. Lots of things happening after like a couple months of like kind of being quieter and in a lull. Yeah. 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 Well, and you're not saying this explicitly, but especially the whole supporting people who are showing up for trans kids to help them do it. I'm sure with more care and awareness. I mean, obviously there's so much happening. That's heartbreaking. We're recording this content warning on the verge of, or I guess on the tail end of like some really horrific shootings, although they happen every single day and we don't hear about all of them. Um, also all of these anti-trans bills, the ones that particularly hurt kids, I know has been especially poignant and heartbreaking for you. So I love that you're like, okay, where do my values and what's breaking my heart overlap with what I'm really good at. Mm. And that's like that sweet spot where you can really make a difference. So Uh, yeah, that's so cool, Tristan. Thank you. And oh. I also just want to name too that when I think like I want to support people who are showing up in support of trans kids, all that work directly has a positive impact on cisgender kids too, right? Yep. And I feel like this is a part of the conversation that I don't see happening. It's like people think that we need to be having a conversation just with trans kids or just with queer kids. And it's like, no, cisgender kids are also being impacted by gender norms and assumptions. And like, if you're going to raise little quote allies, (laughs) which I hope we all are, if we're having kids um, or influencing kids in some way, then like they need to be supported in this work too, in some way. And kids are understanding gender around like age four or five. So like we need to start having these conversations. Let me just answer this clearly. We need to be talking to kids about gender and sexuality. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's my, yeah, that's part of my goal for the program is like, how can we start to really move culture in a new direction um, and also help people identify what's missing? Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which of course will look different depending on your context a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's a lot of the same conversations. Yep. And yep, yep. what I think is really cool about you 
expanding to not just yoga teachers, although they're still included, is Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of cross pollination between different industries and experiences and people are going to learn so much from each other. That's really, really cool. Yeah, it really is. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So that's me in, in a nutshell, basically. Um, tell me about you since March, Lauren. Oh gosh. Um, well, take up space has taken up most of the space on my calendar (laughs) since then. I was dropping out of 11 modules, one a week. And that was a bunch of like recorded videos. Some modules were like the self-trust module was several videos. I might actually have to break it up into two because it's, it's a lot of content. Um, but also, um, been showing up for weekly coaching calls with that group. It's grown, you know, slowly, very organically. And I was telling Tristan before we hit record that I think three of the people, um, I met through because they listen to this podcast. So shout out to you all. That's pretty cool. Um, and they just resonated and wanted to join. I, cause usually the people who join my programs, I have some like I met them through you or they, they're a friend of someone I know. And now it's, it's interesting that the podcast is reaching people. So I'm just so appreciative, but that's been really great. Cause I'm uh, nowadays as we get close, well, this will air on June 15th. And that's the three month mark for that first like founding member group of people who came in mm-hmm. and it's evergreen and kind of self-paced. So people come in at all different times, but the first few people are kind of quote, wrapping up their initial stint. Hopefully they'll continue because I love them, but I'm seeing people just trusting themselves so much more mm-hmm. and practicing the tools that work for them and practicing self-trust inside of take up space and mm. like not using stuff that doesn't work for them, mm. which is so fucking cool. And we we've been on calls where someone will be like, I have a share, but LOL, I don't want to take up too much space on the call. And then they do because they're encouraged to, which is amazing. So it's cool to see things in a very meta like real time yes. way. Um, practicing these things with each other, getting to know each other on the little chat. It's, it's just been so much richer than I could have even imagined. And um, I'm also grateful though, to have the recordings behind me as of mid-May because <laughs> it was mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah. So I bet. That was, a, that was a lot of my time. Um, I wrapped up a social media contract with um, an organization at the end of April, which had been keeping me really busy. And now I'm doing some book editing, which isn't a huge amount of time, but it's something. And then I'm about to embark on some other, it's sort of a combination of writing and consulting with a social justice lens for folks who are setting up like a, an agency that's basically going to launch a bunch of small businesses um, for coaches and other service providers. So that'll be an interesting way to play in that space. Mm -hmm. Um, Particularly as a white person, I'm kind of walking that line of where can I lend my expertise, but then be like, you really need to talk to this person. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm a cis person. You need to talk to Tristan to yep. go in depth on this stuff. Um, so kind of figuring out what my role is in there um, has been interesting. And I also, you know, this week, I'm so glad we're recording this because it's very cathartic to just tell everybody if you're an entrepreneur and you have those phases where you fucking look at jobs for your whole weekend. Yes. I was there last weekend. I made a budget and realized like, if I want to do things like, go to Belgium and meet my husband's extended family this fall, or if we want to move to something bigger than a one bedroom and get a new dog, like I need to figure out how to bring in more income. Yeah. And I know it's possible, but I'm, I got a little discouraged the last few days to tell you the truth. And, um, after a couple hours of scrolling job postings being like, this is exhausting and I don't want to do this. 
like, why don't I spend this time growing my program and digging back into my market research? And I actually set up a Fiverr account um, to do press releases and bio pages and just any blogging, writing stuff that's very easy for me to do and I can still get paid for. So kind of experimenting with different income streams while take up space, take up space grows. Cause that's what I want to spend most of my time on. And I don't want to be shoving a marketing message down people's throats all the time. Yeah. Cause that's not the goal with this. It's to be a very, it's like slow food, you know, it's yep. better when it can go slower and it's more sustainable. And that's, what's going to make people stick around and continue in the membership after their three months. Cause they're not going to be like pressured into it. I, I have no desire to do that. So Still just, yeah, experimenting, trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> no, I really appreciate you naming that and naming that like you spent a weekend looking at job postings because yeah. I think it's really important that especially for folks listening who have listened long-term because, you know, now we're moving into three years of this what? project. And it's like, yeah, Lauren and I still consider getting job jobs. Like, yep. <laughs> like it's scary out here working for yourself, trying to make it happen. Um, yeah. I think the last time I considered a job job was around this time last year and I applied. Um, yep. uh, and, and oh, I remember thought, that. Like, yeah. And it's I like a got big excited. Job. Yeah, yeah. I really got excited about it because the pay was good and the work would have been cool and it would have been a great opportunity. But then it was like, oh, the idea of like being beholden to a quote nine to five, oh like, and to somebody else, like it just exactly. doesn't, yeah. But it, it's really hard. I mean, coming back to like self-trust, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's really hard to trust that like the pieces are going to fit together. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I have enough data at this point that in the last I mean, I've been freelancing slash doing my own business since 2016 at this point. Mm -hmm. Like I have, or was it 2015? No, 2016. I have enough evidence at this point that those spurts where I'm like applying for shit online, customizing my resume, spending hours writing perfect cover letters. It usually has not led to much more than maybe an interview or two, like yeah. hours and days yep. and weeks of work. So it's just not fucking worth it, especially when I don't want it. And part of me wonders if like energetically I'm mm -hmm. sending out signals, like I do not want this. I'm just scared. Yeah. Like that's not going to work out. I mean, I would rather just, I mean, maybe get some Fiverr gigs. Maybe we can link that in the show notes if anyone needs like website yeah. copy or <laughs> a press release or something. Um, you know, I'd rather do that to fill some gaps and build up my savings again and things like that rather than waste time, frankly, yeah. applying for stuff. I don't really want even the most amazing jobs. I still don't want a boss. Like you said, I don't want to be behold, even the most amazing person. I wouldn't even want to work for like myself or someone doing something like me. I know like same. pass hard yeah. pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I'm curious too, with your book process and like, if you're taking time off into January, potentially another chunk, mm -hmm. What do you see maybe next year looking like? Have you thought about that? And what, no, I haven't. Fine. I mean, I, I, I know there will be two programs that if they, if they launch successfully, I'll be yeah. running into early next year, um, the marketing program, and then this new, um, equity in action program, uh, um, by the way, had to work through some imposter stuff around using the title equity in action. I understand. Like, is that for me to use as a white person? And also like, who am I to teach a program about equity in action? Like even You're with specifically my talking equity for trans 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yeah. It is queer and trans equity focused. And of course, everything I do is as intersectional as I could possibly be given my own identities. Um, Right. uh, But yeah, I just want to name that, that like, I'm afraid to put this out there because this title feels like a big thing to claim. Um, uh, And um, I'm really excited about it. So anyways, uh, yeah, beyond those two programs running into 2023, I don't know. I... I am hopeful that the book thing will be a big project that like I'll write the first draft and next year we'll be editing and finishing and polishing to send to a publisher. Like that is my goal. Um, Ironically, my dad is hoping to publish uh, his next book in 2023. Oh my God. But he's going the self-publishing route, we think. Um, Uh And I would rather not. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I know I could do it. Um, cause I know how to do it, like all of it. Um, but I really not. Th- and also, you know, we've talked about this with some folks too, on the podcast that like, what is the role of a publisher at this point in time? Like you don't get as much support as maybe we once thought you did. And they do take a lot of the earnings from the project and that sucks. Um, but I just like, I, I want to be able to hand it off and like, then just do the marketing. Cause I know how to do that part. And like, for sure. I, anyways, so I have, oh. a, I have a hope that next year will be more book related work, but we'll see. I was also going to say with the marketing too, like, it seems to me that publishers have like the press connections and they'll help yes. build your list of podcasts to pitch to, but yes. you, you know how to pitch. You may just not know all the people necessarily. Yet, exactly. So you'll be the perfect fit for them as an author. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And I think the other thing I want to like call in and I did this, Jacoby and I were chatting recently and he's going to be teaching two retreats at Kripalu within the mm. next year, which is really exciting. And I, we were talking about the nature of Kripalu's um, housing, their dorms for retreat folks are um, according to you know, men's and women's storms. Um, And I was like, I want, and I like threw my hands in the air and looked up. I was like, I want a big consulting client. I want Kripalu. Like I want to change the nature of a big organization. And, and I don't know if it's a yoga organization or not, but that's the next thing that I have my eye on is like, I want a large scale consulting client where like, I can really work with them over an extended period of time mm-hmm. and make big change within the organization for the folks who are there and need that change. Um, yes. So that's well, the next thing. Were, there was someone in education you were talking to, and I know that's kind of maybe... I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, which is fine, but yeah, who knows? Something else will come, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, it's so hard when we have these like quote discovery calls or initial phone calls with people. And like, I get excited and so many of us do. And then you have to be completely non-attached to where that conversation goes. Um, it's tough, especially when they're excited and, and they're the yes. decision maker, but then for whatever reason, it doesn't, maybe they're beholden to a board or, They have a budgetary issue where they just find someone else. Like it's really tough, but I could see you working with like a Naropa university or, you know, those kinds of, I feel like these educational institutions in particular would be a really great fit for you. And like the people, you know, (laughs) 
for yes, anyone please. who's just listening and not watching, Tristan is nodding their head vigorously. <laughs> yes, I, I just, I really want to make a big difference with somebody important, you know, yeah. um, like somebody yeah. important to me or to the people that I love. Um, yeah. And Naropa's in Colorado. So. I know, well, <laughs> I'm going to be coming through Colorado. Naropa or no Naropa, though Naropa, yes. I would love to work with you. <laughs> yes, yeah. oh, I'm so excited for your road trip coming up. Me too. For anyone who doesn't know, Tristan and I have not met in person, which what? <laughs> I know. I said that to somebody recently. I think it was my friend Erica who listens to all the episodes and she was like, you haven't met Lauren yet? I was like, no, not no. weird, but, but also not weird. This yeah. Summer. Yeah. You know, also I'm just feeling extra appreciative for you lately too. Cause a couple of weeks ago we had our, um, creating community agreements workshop. Shout out to everyone who came. That was yeah. so fun. It was yeah. so cool to hang out with you. So many good perspectives and questions and just Oh my God, what a great yeah. group. Um, yeah. Yeah. We loved having you there. And we also love our Patreon community. So many of you were part of it. Um, but Tristan and I kept DMing during it being like, this is so like easy and balanced. And we're we're almost always on the same page. And when we're not, it's like not difficult to get on the same page. Nope. And yeah, I just, for anyone thinking about starting a podcast or wanting to do a thing that feels too big, just find a collaborator who you can vibe with that it, I don't know how I would do anything I'm doing without you, Tristan. (laughs) I rely on your expertise so much. And so much of what I've learned from you comes into my spaces now too. So, well, the feeling is mutual. And I think it's also just a big lesson in the like gut trusting practice. And like, like I could have gotten really heady about like, well, I don't know Lauren that well, or Mm -hmm. we haven't been like in community for very long or whatever, but it's like, I listened to my gut and I trusted. And now here we are three years in and like, It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, part of it too was I think we cut any bullshit very quickly because of the circumstances under which we met. I mean, we were already kind of emailing because we were both doing work for Michelle. So we knew of each other and we're following each other. But then the next thing that happened where, yeah, it's a long story. But anyway, there was like some messiness going on with another common contact client and like we were just very straightforward with each other. And I'm like, oh, I can trust this person yep. to hold this stuff and like be straightforward. And it's not, I don't know, you weren't like, uh, what's the right word? You know, like when you can tell someone is taking in your vulnerability, but you're like, ah. I don't know what they're going to do with this. Yes. Though. Maybe I shouldn't have gone that far. Like a va- like, vulnerability vampire. Yes. Yes. Or maybe they'll share their stuff, but then you kind of realize they share other people's stuff with you, which means mm. they probably share your stuff with other people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that yep, shared yep. client, one thing that always struck me about them was like, they kind of shit talked a lot of people and would be very frustrated about a lot of people. But then yep. I would see them be super nice to them. I'm like, what are they saying about me? Yeah. What <laughs> can we trust? Yes. So that, that integrity of yours just really, um, yeah, that, that made a big difference. And it's, I mean, proof is in the pudding as they say that we're yes. here recording our season three premiere. Like what? Yeah. So let's give, let's give folks a taste of what's coming and talk yeah. to you about how Patreon might shift or look. Yes. Well, first and foremost, y'all, we have stickers and for people on the video, if you're on Patreon, yeah, show you can the I'm sticker. Up. Lauren designed these, by the way. Well, I mean, I designed <laughs> them based on the design Tristan already <laughs> made years ago. Um, and oh my God. Oh, it's Brick City Stickers. Um, it's a union company in um, St. Louis. 
So it was really important to us to have union made stickers and there's a little union bug at the bottom. So it's mm-hmm. very official, but um, they're great. I have one on my laptop. Kyle has one on his uh, water bottle. Nice. They're very cool. Um, but anybody who joins our Patreon community between the day this airs, June 15th. And did we say the beginning June of 30th? June 30th. Okay. So for two weeks from now, if you become a $5 or more Patreon member, I will mail you a sticker and it's so exciting and amazing. So, um, yeah, check that out. The link will be in the show notes. It's also on our website. I need to figure out how to collect, uh, mailing addresses, but by the time it might be there built into Patreon in the back end, but otherwise you'll you will hear from Lauren yeah. through the messages on Patreon if she needs your address. All you got to do is join. And if you're a current member, thank you. We are, the reason we're asking for this to be $5 members or more is because of the cost of shipping the stickers, getting them made, all that stuff. And because they're union made, um, they were a little bit more expensive than like a sticker mule or something. But yep. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll grow our community a little bit because this money, I mean, it's not going to like some fancy production company. We say all the time, this is a labor of love. We have two friends who help us with editing. Shout out to Garrett. Um, Kerr helps us on the back end with transcripts. Shout out to Kerr, who is currently job searching and incredible and smart. If anyone has a job for her, hit us up. Yep. Um, and, you know, so we, we want to be able to put money in their pockets because it's been happening on a trade for a while. Squarespace and the website costs money. Yep. Running. What else do we do? Um, transcripts cost money to even get them made. Uh, what else? I feel like we have oh Zoom, Zoom, I mean, our own Vimeo, time. where we host the videos now. Yes. I mean, there's so much overhead. Not to mention the amount of time it takes for us yes. to, you know, record, schedule, coordinate logistics with the guests, make sure that we're doing right by the guests. You know, it'd be nice to pay the guests in the future too. I would. Sometimes we'll send them like coffee money or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, you know, we we can't afford an honorarium at this point. And I think it's so cool when podcasts are able to do that, especially for folks of color who come on here, um, for non-cis folks who come on here and share their emotional labor. Like that feels really appropriate for us to be yep. paying them. So if you want to help us build this thing and keep it going, um, you know, we would really appreciate it. And we'll send you a sticker, which is- Yeah, say it again. Say the, the details about the special so, offer. Um, go to our Patreon, which will be linked in the show notes, or it's on our website at alltfn.com, also linked in the show notes. And um, if you join at $5 a month or more, we will send you a sticker in the mail. Between June 15th and June 30th, get your stickers yes. now. Special offer period. <laughs> yeah, so. And yeah, so let's talk about what we've got coming up. Um Yeah. We are going to be hearing soon from Trudy LeBron, which is an awesome conversation. If you have not heard of Trudy's work or got her new book, uh, I was just going to say, Lauren's showing and telling for those of who've got the video (laughs) access, the anti-racist business book. I read it in like, you know, a week or something. Just like so good. Consumed it so fast. It's excellent. Um, Highly recommend her book and just following her work and taking some course with her or something. She trains coaches. There's a lot in here specifically for coaches. So whether you do that as your primary work or not, if you ever find yourself holding space for people, 
I mean, just in a leadership position, I yes. feel like that's the like other facet of her work is like training leaders. Um, yes. So yeah, highly recommend checking out Trudy's work and she'll be coming up, I believe next on the podcast. And mm-hmm. then we'll be hearing from Susanna Barkataki, which is like a year in the making, I think. I know. <laughs> oh, also we were saying her name wrong. Sorry, Susanna. We were saying Susanna. Um, I don't know why, but we're sorry. It's Susanna. I think Susanna. We, we fixed it by the end. Yes. Just, you know, <laughs> forewarning that um, we got that wrong a couple times in the live <laughs> conversation. Susanna was very gracious about it. Um, yes. That conversation is excellent. And then we'll also have uh, Melissa Shaw on the podcast, which will be very cool as well. Another really great conversation, also almost a year in the making at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and other folks will be hearing from, we've got some hopes about how things will go. First, I want to say that we're going to be doing several what we're calling crossover episodes with Brooke Monahan's Transcend Your Dichotomy podcast, which is really exciting. Do you want to say something about those, Lauren? Yeah. Well, first of all, Brooke, I think, is our only repeat guest on All the Fuck In, which until she and I recorded, we're like, oh, cool. And I think you and I together, well, we were on once together with Charlie. Mm -hmm. You had your own episode. I think I have two of my own episodes with her. I knew her before you. Yep. Um, before you knew her, I should say. Um, and so, yeah, well, Brooke is literally today, she's driving from new Orleans to California, um, on a big move. So she's doing a lot of like client takeover episodes and then asked us to use our audio from her episodes with us on her podcast. And then we're like, well, why don't we air our episodes with you from transcend your dichotomy on our platform? So you'll be, if you've missed those or just want to revisit them, they're really good. I have to say, I go back and listen to them sometimes. Yeah. And there's some of my favorite podcast episodes to listen to. Yeah. Ever. Um, yeah. And then we'll also hear from hopefully before it will have to be before the election season, we'll hear from Shannon Hoffman. Do you want to say yeah. something about her and her work? Yeah. Shannon's incredible. Um, she's running for city council here in Denver district 10, which for anyone who doesn't know is kind of the central cap Hill little square in the middle of our city. And, um, you know, she's a white cis woman who is hardcore anti-racist anti-oppression, all the things in the, in the learning, in the process with us. So we actually interviewed her this morning. Well, it was morning for me earlier. And, um, actually her election isn't until 2023. So right now, yeah. So she, she just launched maybe a coup. I want to say it was like March or April. Um, cause you have to fundraise quite a bit in advance. So she's slowly kind of building stuff now, but amazing. Yeah, we'll have her this season, which is really exciting. And I hope it inspires some folks to think about getting involved in electoral politics, which I realize can be very gross and disheartening and horrible. And the more we have people with those values, take up space there, the better. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got several other folks we will be looping in to the, the season. And I want to, I'm, I'm going to call in that this is going to happen too. Um, this was something Lauren and I've been talking about for a while. You know, we had Michelle Cassandra Johnson yeah. on in season one. Um, and I really want to have her and Tema Oaken, her colleague collaborator and the um, primary creator, though clearly influenced and, and inspired by so many other folks um, of the white supremacy culture characteristics document. Yes. Um, Which we reference 
all the time, all the time. And I all listen to it like every time I teach, I share it. Um, and so the hope is they did a podcast together. I think it was on Michelle's on Michelle, the finding refuge podcast. And so I good. just thought it'd be really cool to have them both on. Yeah. And I also would just love to have Tema on, on her own, but I, I like the idea of sitting down with two people on this podcast and them being Michelle and Tema just feels like a dream really come cool. true. So we're going to, we're going to make that happen. Yes. I think that'd be amazing. And also just being able to hear about collaboration. I don't think we can talk about that enough. So. And cross difference collaboration over like <sighs> a long period of time. And like, like 20 love- years in their case. Yes. And I want to yeah. hear too, like how the, what they've seen change and evolve and like, Tema speaks so beautifully about her own reorienting towards love in the work of anti-racism. And we've talked a little bit on this show about like the challenge of, of replicating white supremacy in the, while, while trying to dismantle white supremacy. And I think Tema has a lot to say on that, um, Mm -hmm. which I really want to hear. So yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. And you know, um, Tristan, I'm conscious that we are three minutes past when we (laughs) schedule this and maybe, maybe I can start guiding us toward wrapping up, but um, just to everyone listening, thank you so much for all of your subscriptions, ratings, writing a review on Apple podcasts is a huge way to help us. Even if it's just a couple sentences, if you want to pause right now and do it, we'd really appreciate it. It helps get us into the ears of other folks. And as one last shout out for Patreon, if you want to join $5 or more, you'll get one of our very cool stickers. It's just fun. Like to have this tangible mark of this thing being at season three. I I don't know. I'm so proud of us and so proud of this community. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for listening and for continuing to support us. Um, we'll look forward to exploring season three with you and you're, we hope you're taking really good care. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks Lauren. See you soon friends. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of All the Fuck In. If you like what we're doing, we'd love if you'd subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify and leave us a five-star rating and review. This helps other folks find us. You can learn more at alltfinpodcast.com. That's A-L-L-T-F-I-N podcast.com. And on Instagram at alltfinpodcast.com or at Tristan Katz Creative, or and at Lauren K. Roberts.